They're known as some of the original recyclers. The National Tractor Parts Dealer Association is a sponsor of the Business News Hour. With members in the United States, Canada, Great Britain, Australia, and New Zealand, delivering ag parts to farmers and ranchers. NTPDA.com. Welcome back to Insight on Business, the news hour. Grateful you're listening for wherever on the planet you happen to be. Just to prove to you that uh, we are an international organization and an international broadcast, we've got Nick Young sitting in the catbird seat right now. And uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the U.K. because that is where he is from. Nick, you were on with us a couple of years ago. Welcome back. Nice yeah, to have you. 2018, I believe. Yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Okay. So you made the trip from the United Kingdom, Great yes. Britain, all the way to Nashville, Tennessee, to be with your compatriots here at the National Tractor Parts Dealer Association Conference and Trade Show. Why? Well, we have customers here. The United States is our biggest export customer, and we purchase a lot of items from here as well so it's good to come and see our suppliers and uh yes and go talk to them again and networking is uh it works and and it, it built on relationships yeah exactly yeah uh tell us a little bit about and we don't do politics necessarily on this show but it's so interesting what's been going on in the united kingdom with regard to brexit and uh, the economics of all of that as a business person in the United Kingdom, how difficult has been this whole Brexit thing for you to manage? Disaster, in one word, disaster. How so? Because it's, they've made it so difficult to export to Europe. Uh, for example, we had one very good Romanian customer that would buy older tractor parts, older John Deere parts. Uh, he would probably email us three or four times a day and we'd ship three or four shipments a week it's now three or four a month oh my is that because of the difficulty in navigating all of the rules and regulations uh some of it is the vat they have to pay the tax when it arrives in the country it has to clear customs if the if the goods do not originate in great britain or the, or the eu you have to they have to pay duty and it used to be next day shipping to Romania from the UK. Now it's three or four days. So how much is this added to the expense of your business buying and selling? We're really, we've had to employ one person, one other person to do the paperwork. Really? That's fantastic. Now, what's the deal between um, um, Ireland and... You know, Ireland, as you know, it's uh, divided Ireland. Right. The Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland is basically uh, Protestant, and the Republic is basically Catholic. Uh, the Northern Ireland, oh, sorry, the uh, the um, Good Friday Agreement was made a few years ago right. with Bill Clinton and, and Tony Blair, and that says the uh, you have a, if you live in either country, you have a right to to live in either side. You have a right to play for the sports team. There should be no hard border between the two countries, and of course now we've got. Southern Ireland or Republic of Ireland in the, in the EU and Northern Ireland not in the EU. <laughs> so that's confusing. So you've got to have a hard border for, for the goods. So one, <laughs> one piece of paper says you can't have a hard border and the other one says you can. So that's what the difficulty is. What about the population in Great Britain, uh, the UK? How do they 
feel about this whole Brexit thing? I mean, this has got to be weighing on every bit of the economy. I think most of the people that voted out really, they've seen the prices go up, particularly basic food prices, but they were promised, they were lied to. They were promised things that the government can't deliver. Hmm. And I think now they're just beginning to realize what it's like. If you, if you, go, if you leave the country to go to Europe, you now have to have a passport stamp to get in, into Europe and a passport to get out. That didn't happen here on at Nashville on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't, did it? No. Yeah. It is not easy to travel, or not too easy to travel. And, I mean, the channel that links Europe to Great Britain, is that a mess as well? I mean... Well, we have the we have French border guards on the Europe on British side. Really? Yep. So you actually clear customs and immigration in Britain, and then, but w- where it went wrong is when there's a problem, uh, and they can't get across <laughs> across the channel for some reason, and it's it gets jammed up. The whole thing gets jammed up. Again, I'll have to ask you, I mean, this has got to be frustrating for business. It's got to be frustrating for tourism. It's got to be frustrating for a whole raft of things. Do you think there's any chance that um, voters will rescind all this? I hope so. But um, no senior politician wants to stick his head over the battlement and say this was a disaster, except the mayor of London that last week he did say, it's, ca- it's causing problems. We need to get back into the single market and customs union. Yeah, I, I would imagine for the economy all around, it would be a wise choice. Tell us a little bit about the Lincolnshire, where you live. What is that like? You're, you're in the country, yes? Yeah, it's a very rural country, um, agricultural county. Um, we grow, we don't grow corn, but we grow a lot of wheat and barley and sugar beet. Um, and in the southern, uh, southern half of the county, it's vegetables, cabbages, Brussels sprouts, uh, cauliflower, that sort of thing. And what's the typical farm like? I mean, how many acres or how large is it? What kind of machinery are they using? We have um, they're large farms. By and large, they're large farms in Lincolnshire. Uh, an average size would probably be about two and a half to 3,000 acre. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. But we have... We have um, James Dyson, who you probably know of, the, the, the Dyson Dyson vacuum cleaner, vacuum cleaner and, yeah. and, and air dryer in your in the restrooms. He owns twenty thousand acres in Lincolnshire. Twenty thousand acres. Yeah. That's uh, th- that's huge. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. And for us in the United States, you know, we're used to we've got thirty-two row planters and all kind, you know, big, big, big pieces of machinery, huge combines. Uh, are they running that? In yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not quite as big as yours, because our roads are quite as big. But yeah, we it'll run big equipment. You know, that's fascinating because in Europe, um, France or Germany or other places, the the fields are relatively small, so they utilize smaller yeah. pieces of equipment. Yeah, central Germany is very small farms. Often, farmers will do another job as well as farming their land. Farming in Europe or in Great Britain is a, a different kind of a thing. Um, there's a huge a trade show that happens every year in Germany. And uh, it, it's slipping my... I'm doing this off the cuff. So it's, uh, Agritechnica. Agritechnica. Thank you very much. And we've had some of those folks with us in the past, several years ago. That convention or that group is... is 
well, they wear coats and ties to the trade show. Oh, yes, it's a big it's, trade it, show. It's a different vibe there, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yes. I think I think I remember it's ni- it's 93 acres undercover. Yeah. It's a big a big showground. Agritechnica. Yeah. yeah, and and the latest equipment and things that we don't see here in the United States are there at oh, Agritechnica. Yeah, we, we, we exhibit there. We go there. We have a booth there. Really? Yeah, yeah. What's it like? Hard work. <laughs> it's a week. It starts on a Sunday and it finishes on a Saturday. Yeah. I've never done a whole week, but my son does that. Wow. And that's going to be a problem for us because we, we would just, lo- would in the past, we would load the van up and go. Now everything we take has got to be listed on a carnet. Yeah. You were telling me off mic uh, earlier, yesterday I believe, about if you're exporting a tractor to Europe, what do you have to do? Wash it and wash it again and wash it again. And then you have to have a guy from the Minister of Agriculture, Defra, comes along and inspects it and issues a, a certificate. Because our Boris Johnson and his government, in his wisdom, decided that we were going to be a third nation. Oh. So we're, yeah. it's, it's killed the export trade of tractors to Europe. Cost yeah. a minimum of 500 pounds. What's that? $700. Really? Just to do that? Just to clean the tractor. My goodness. Our guest has been Nick. You know, tell us a little bit about your business. Um, your son is back home in Lincolnshire. Yeah, well, is he running things? Yeah, well, I, I started it. How many? 30 years ago. I never thought my son and daughter would work for me, but they did. So now I've transferred it to them. So so it belongs 50% to my son and 50% to my daughter. Are you the employee? I'm the employee. (laughs) They sent me here. (laughs) Well, we are so grateful that you and your bride are here. Um, We had a lovely chat the other day off mic and... uh, been some time since we've been able to see you because of all the pandemic things and and uh, how uh, final question for you nick young uh how is the covid thing in great britain what's going on we've got it sorted i think although it's i think it's, it's around but we've we don't have to wear a mask anymore there's no restrictions so i think we're over it uh, we've all been vaccinated I've, I've been vaccinated four times really with our national health service no problem yeah, and that's a, I said final question. That's another question for individuals here in the United States. You have a national health care program. Yes. Would that be accurate? Yes. And you're covered. Your son is covered. Your daughter. Everyone's covered. covered. Everybody. Yeah. Do you look at the United States with some wonderment? I just. It's much more expensive here. Yeah. I just do not understand. I think per head you spend what we spend, but you still have to pay. But we don't. We don't pay. It all comes out of our taxes. Fascinating. It, yeah. You know, the, the difference. And I had um, a month or so ago, I, w- I woke up on a Sunday morning and I was stiff. I could not move. By the Tuesday, uh, my wife said, I think you ought to go and see the doctor. I was telephoning the doctor's surgery. At the same time, I was online booking an appointment. That I never got through on the telephone, but the, the, the online appointment went through. Within five minutes, the doctor phoned me back and said, can you come in? Can you be here in 20 minutes? So that's how quick it was. That's how quick it was. And out-of-pocket expense for you? Nothing. The drive a mile to the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't always happen. And, the, and, the, and if you believe the press, it, is, it has a problem at the moment. But that, I think, is through... I think the nurses are worn out through COVID. Yeah. We've lost some of our European 
Eastern European staff that have gone back to Europe because of COVID and, and uh, Brexit. But by and large, it works. One of the things that we hear, Nick Young, uh, constantly about socialized medicine, if you will, is that you have to wait sometimes months and years for surgery or to take care of a problem. That sometimes happens with non-life-threatening things. Elective surgery. Yeah. yeah. But if it's uh, if you had a a road accident, what do you you call that? Something a wreck? You call that? Don't yeah, you? Right. If you had that, if if you had a road accident in the United Kingdom, you would be taken away in an ambulance and treat treated without any cost. Fascinating, and it's also confusing, I think, for many Americans to understand that. And uh, but. Uh, you, know, you can you can you can go private if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. My wife um, is here with us now. She had a gallbladder issue, and because of COVID, that was going to take some time. So we paid the money and went went private. I'll be darned. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest has been Nick Young from Nick Young's Tractor Parts. He is the employee now. He's the founder <laughs> of the company, <laughs> but now the kids are running the show, and they sent him to the national. This National Tractor Parts Dealer Association annual conference and trade show happening in Nashville. Nick, it's so good to see you again. Thank you for sitting down with good us. Good to see you. Thank you. That, once again, is the voice of Nick Young, who is from Nick Young's Tractor Parts in Lincolnshire in Great Britain. Fantastic conversation about a whole host of things that may be new news for you. All right, stay with us, because coming up next, we'll take a real quick look at what happened last week on Wall Street. As Insight on Business, the News Hour Week in Review continues here on News Talk 1540, KXEL. KXEL.